You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to episode number 88 of FPEA Connects. I'm Suzanne and I'm here with Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good, good. I'm thinking we should just catch up for a minute. Sure. Okay. It's been a while since we've done this together on a podcast. It has. (laughs) So I know it's been a little while. So what have you been doing to keep yourself busy lately? I have been reading a lot of books. Reading. <laughs> reading a lot. You read all the time. I know. I didn't used to be you. a big reader. I wasn't <laughs> like Ethan growing up. <laughs> I read a so, lot and exercising. That's really it. Exercising. Where are you exercising? <laughs> I walk over our local bridge. I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be inspired to do so. Causeway, it's, I guess is what they call it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But I know that... Um, it puts you outside every yeah, morning. I love being outside. And early. Yeah, early, real early. So what are <laughs> but, you doing? Well, I want to talk about you. I want to talk about you some more first. <laughs> okay. You're outside. outside. So you've done some other things over the summer. Last last few months of summer to keep you outside. Oh, and, yes. I've been kayaking a lot. <laughs> and you enjoy kayaking. I do. And biking. I love you being you've outside. been a pretty outdoorsy person. Yes. Yeah. I was just I was thinking about that when I was thinking about the topic that we have mm-hmm. today. Um because like for me, the thing that I do most if I'm gonna be outside right now is swim uh-huh. because it's yeah. in water and it's yeah, cool. Yeah, me too. I love that too. <laughs> I love swimming. But you know, I was thinking about, you know, when you when you were growing up, right? Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, mm-hmm. what was your day like? Like, you know, we had summertime days, right? Sure, sure. But then we had school days. What was that like? Yeah. Oh, well, when I was a kid, you went to school. And Mm -hmm. then when you got off, well, I was a bus rider. I don't know about you. I was a latchkey kid and a bus rider. Yeah. And when we got home from school, aside from some of the chores we had to do, Mm -hmm. I was outside until, until I probably, (laughs) until the crickets sent me home or something. (laughs) So you had to go I was outside all the time. I was riding my bike all the time or outside just playing even by myself I played by myself a lot even though I had two older sisters Mm -hmm. they weren't on the side as much as me either and I grew up I had a swimming pool growing up too so I was yeah and now that well you know I was thinking about um as as I've read some of this material about being outside and playing and I was thinking about when I was a kid and even when I was younger we lived um more in north Florida, uh-huh. not around beaches right. or anything like that. And so it was not a tropical um, part of Florida, mm-hmm. really. But it was, you know, for me, I would get outside and we had um, flowers and they were azaleas and gardenias. Mm-hmm. Like we had all these different flowers. And I know my mom must have hated this, but I would pick the flowers off of the, the bushes mm-hmm. And then I would go dig in the ground, my own little square, and plant my own garden. I never understood why it died. I, I didn't get that. <laughs> like, why doesn't the water help? Um, yeah. But I did. You know, I planted little rows of gardens and, and would water mm-hmm. them and took the sticks and, and dug. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I loved playing with roly-polies. I did, too. Wasn't that ridiculous? Yes. I mean, but the roly-polies, I know. We played in the dirt all the time. And then we had a bush. And I, at this point, I someday I need to look it up because I've told my kids about this hundreds of times. But I don't even know what kind of 
um, berries they were, but uh -huh. we had this bush and it just had this natural, it wasn't a high tree or anything, but it had this natural area underneath it where you mm -hmm. could actually sit mm -hmm. and get some shade. But they had these little orange berries and my sister and I would take um, the pie tins that my mom would use. The We, we mm -hmm. kept everything like there was no Tupperware. We had butter dishes uh, yeah. <laughs> house that we put leftovers in. And then we had, you know, these metal pie pans that my mom would use to heat up things in or mm -hmm. whatever in the stove because we didn't have a microwave. Right. But we would take them we, when they got too old to be used. We would take them outside to play. And we had these berries and we made every kind of imaginable recipe with oh, yeah. these berries mashed up i'm you know and i often thought i wonder if they were poisonous i don't think we actually ate them the roly-polies mixed in probably didn't didn't <laughs> entice me to eat but you know it was so much fun just to be outside mm -hmm. and i can remember i did not want to go in you know i didn't either and if i wasn't digging in the dirt and playing in in those days of my life we moved later on to the keys and it was the same mm -hmm. same thing and I mean not only was I outside I was outside barefooted mm -hmm. running across rocks pebbles jumping in water puddles who even knows what might be in those but yeah, <laughs> always, right. you're gonna get ringworm yeah. <laughs> no right <laughs> and it was just you know swinging and mm -hmm. I just, you know, I can remember actually lying down in the grass and looking at the clouds and the sky just because we were outside and it was, it was fun. Yeah. And I lived in a rural area mm -hmm. and, and I didn't have a lot of friends. So I was outside by myself a lot. Yeah. So I played a lot by myself. Well, when we had friends, you know, we would be outside. I can remember times where we would draw, you know, hopscotch mm -hmm. like in the road mm -hmm. and the cars would come by and we'd have to all move out of the way. Right. Um, we rode bikes for hours mm -hmm. and hours. Now, I know that we didn't have, you know, some of the maybe safety issues that kids would have today, today right? Um, to deal with. But, you know, I think that there's still a safe way to, to do those things. Sure. But I mean... I guess we can agree on this one thing, whether it was summertime or during school, as soon as we could hit the outside, we were there, we were there, mm -hmm. you know, and we were playing outside. And I think that, you know, over the years, we've really seen um, the shift that has happened um, towards all of the screen time. Yeah. And, you know, I think about when we were, well, I'm a little bit older than you, so you may still remember those days too. Like there were three channels on TV. Mm -hmm. We really didn't have a lot of options in the afternoons, you know, but even though we did have like some, you know, reruns of Gilligan's Island and Little House on the Prairie, um, you know, you still just wanted to be outside and play. Yeah, yes. I mean, we were just really connected to being outdoors and the screen time was minimal, but we didn't have cell phones and we didn't right. have iPads and we didn't have we laptops. We didn't have any of that. None of it. And so now when we're talking about screen time now, the average kid spends seven hours a day on their screens. That makes me really sad. I know. And you think about it and it is sad and, and I'm thinking, okay, but we're adults and we're doing the same things. Yep. You know, we're yep, not doing we all of the things. Um that we did as kids and being outside like we used to be. But, you know, what the, what we're finding is that as 
there as we've seen seen that shift we've also seen a shift like in even at school if your kids are at school the PE time the outdoor recess I don't even know if they have recess in some schools <laughs> Anymore. I think they do, but it's very short. It's a very short period. And I just don't know about how much activity is happening out there. But, you know, I think about that and I think, wow, it's just really condensed even more because even if they're at school, I think they're not spending as much time um, outdoors as we did at school. You know, I used to love recess. Yeah. Um, but kids need outside time, outdoor time. And there's some recently some books that um, I've you know, seen passed around in homeschool communities and that I started reading and looking at. One of them is um, called Balanced and Barefoot. And then another one, um, How to Raise a Wild Child, The Art and Science of Falling in Love with Nature. And it really just kind of, those books, I think, has started almost this movement of people who are more aware now. And paying more attention to getting back outside with their kids. And so uh, I just want to talk about that a little bit because, you know, there are actual health benefits to being outside. And I think that, I think that makes so much sense. And you know that. Yeah. If somebody said that to you, would be like, oh yeah, there's, of course uh, course there are. But you don't think about it when you think about what your kids are being depleted of if they're not outside. So I just wanted to talk about some of the benefits, like physical benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, Being outside gives you increased energy. And I know the first thing people are going to say, do we need more energy? (laughs) (laughs) If I had enough energy right now to keep up with my kids, right? But um, at the same time, that it gives you the increased energy. It helps you expend your energy as well because you're outside running and right, playing. Right. So you're also tired. So it provides better sleeping patterns. Sure. That for I can kids. see that for sure. Yeah. So um, also it really increases the vitamin D in your body, which the mm-hmm. health benefits of having vitamin D, we could go on forever. Um, it improves your balance because think about the things you do when you're playing, mm-hmm. whether it's biking or, you know, finding Spotting a line that you're, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you are doing. Um, muscle development. Mm-hmm. I think about swinging, mm-hmm. just think about swinging and the coordination mm-hmm. and the muscle development, the eye hand coordination. There's just so many things that are, you, are happening naturally that you don't think about it. And then there's the, um, immune system, which I thought this is great. One of the things that I've seen popping up more and more, and you can imagine since I just described to you part of my childhood, I would have loved one of this, one of these, it's mud kitchens. Have you seen the mud kitchens? Mm -hmm. So mud kitchens are like, usually the ones I've seen are built mainly out of wood, but take, take a play kitchen, Mm -hmm. essentially put it outside Mm -hmm. in your backyard and a garden area is a good place to put it. And so they have these kitchens that are designed and set up with little utensils that are hanging out there and maybe a colander or maybe some plants that are around Mm it. And kids just go out there and play in it. They play in their mud. They play in their water. They make up Mm -hmm. soups and pretend. So it's like a mud kitchen outside. Oh, yeah. I would have loved that. (laughs) I would have loved that. Like beyond loved that. But one of the things um, that people have found is that the lack of interaction with the mud and with the dirt actually causes 
deficiencies and weaker immune systems. Yeah. Just think of all the stuff we were yeah. exposed to in bacteria. the dirt. <laughs> a lot more bacteria in the dirt. <laughs> I know, right? So um, being outside supports a good, healthy immune system because mm-hmm. you're outside. It helps to relieve stress because you're expending that energy. Yeah. It helps um, kids not to deal with depression. And it also helps with things like the attention deficits yeah. that kids have. So it's really interesting if you think about those things. Creativity and imagination. I didn't have a mud kitchen. I had to imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> so, But, you know, when you're outside and you're, um, you're pretending because you don't have everything, you're using those elements from outside to make and pretend these other worlds, uh, it sparks brain development and that yeah. creativity is huge. Albert Einstein actually said this. I always have loved this quote of his. Imagination is more important than knowledge. And coming from Einstein, mm, yeah. that kind of says a lot. He actually, if you study him much, he had a hard time as a student academically. Yeah. But he didn't have any issue with imagination. Um, sensory play, you know, that's happening for kids who have um, different sensory issues They've found that playing outside really helps them to develop, um, yeah, and, and improve over time once they've put their kids outside. And, mm-hmm. you know, kids, I was reading an article the other day that a lady wrote about her child who would never touch the mud and the water and the sticks and so many things when they would go on nature walks. And so they started doing the nature walks with their, their family. Mm-hmm. And now that's the kid that's like diving into the mud holes and and exploring Mm -hmm. and so it's really helped you know her child to overcome some of those issues um i think one of the things that i would you know say today that i kind of wanted to talk about is not just the benefit obviously that we know Mm -hmm. that happens for children when they're playing outside and then maybe your desire to do it but if you are a person that right now isn't doing that a lot and your kids are inside more or your kids really are screen drawn kids, mm-hmm. how do you transition? How do you get them outside? Right. You Some know, kids are going to fight that or they're not so, going to want to go outside. Yeah. It's hot. It is hot. <laughs> it's buggy. It's sticky. And if you're not used to it and you haven't been playing that way, right. then it's hard sometimes to think about. Now, some of them, you know, that want to transition to that, it's the parents that don't want to deal with all <laughs> stuff yeah right but I think that if you if you begin to do things yourself that get your that get you outside that your kids are naturally going to be outside so I just wanted to mention a couple of things that you can do like to get your kids out there and get outside with them help them to get outside and play um one of the things I think is a really great idea is just developing a scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. so if your kids think there's nothing to do in my backyard Give them something to do. Give them something to do. <laughs> Put some things out there. Make it a scavenger hunt. Or even for some kids, just like an obstacle course, because they'll want to mm-hmm. compete and right. do things right. that are outside with their family or their friends. And I think you can develop an obstacle course and give them something to do. Slip and slides might be fun. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I used to love those, didn't Me you? too. Those are so much fun. Um, you know, so scavenger hunts are great. Obviously, just nature walks or going on hiking trails mm-hmm. and... 
I know that we don't have some of those right in our, you know, suburbs. There's and actually so many around. You don't think about. You Check have. You your, may have to go a little way. County park and rep. Yeah, it may not be right in your backyard. Right. Um, like we used to have because we weren't in planned communities. We right, had more right. natural areas to do those sure. things. Yeah. But you know, even if you have to make it a couple of days a week where you, like, intentionally go do it, there's plenty of. There opportunity lots of them, lots, yeah. lots of opportunity and if you don't have ideas about some of those things if you go back to some of the podcasts that we've done mm-hmm. about you know getting outdoors in florida or field trips mm-hmm. to go on so many oh, options yes um fruit picking is a good way and you know it gives your kids something to actually do but it's also getting them outside uh-huh. um so anything from strawberries to blueberries to oranges to you know, going up north and apple picking in the right seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot you can do. And then also in Central Florida here, we have a number of, um, you pick like vegetable yeah. farms. Yeah. So, and we have great growing seasons. They can go on all year long. <laughs> so you can go on and, you know, uh-huh. take your kids out to do things like that. Um, a backyard picnic. Just yeah. take a blanket, take a quilt, go outside read a book, have a picnic, and just make a habit of doing some of those things. And that will start to ease your children, you know, into doing that. I think growing gardens, even if it's like children's gardens, I know my oldest daughter, when I took her, I would go outside and plant, whether it was potted plants or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I gave her this little fenced off area. It was a little circle. And I put all these cute little, you know, spinning wheels and, um, gnomes and little frogs all kinds of every little thing that she wanted that was not that expensive and not that difficult to come by and we planted some wildflowers in her little area she loved to go water that and Mm -hmm. pick it and I could have cared less because it wasn't bothering with anything (laughs) that I had growing that I didn't want her to mess with at the moment but you know I think that to give an an opportunity to explore flowers and to explore Mm -hmm. those things for kids is just a lot of fun but there are so many great ideas for fairy gardens and how to create Mm -hmm. those that even just that you know for a child that doesn't want to be outside um is a good way to introduce them mm-hmm. and then uh rock hunting to find mm-hmm. rocks that you can paint did you ever paint rocks did you yeah. do pet rocks yes <laughs> like, yes we did we had pet rocks um pet rock. that, was, that was fun that yeah. was a fun little trend for a while but you know i see a lot of people do different things with rocks even even uh-huh. taking rocks and putting crayons outside on them to melt yeah and see what happens and there's so many things you can do um definitely Turn on the sprinklers. Mm-hmm. Let them just run through the sprinklers. I think that that's one of the things that I would say about any of this. Um, work with what you already have mm-hmm. and let them explore because they do need the imagination. You don't have to go buy a mud kitchen. You don't have to go buy, you know, everything in the world to create a space for them. Let them just it's play and there. create it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would add just, you know, if your backyard is not conducive for it just take a little time to clean it up or right you don't have to like you're saying you know have all these fancy things you know just designating it areas yeah. or making it cleaner or yeah and i mean if you have stuff out there yeah exactly and if you have a yard that's more um you know more kept and more manicured mm-hmm. and you're concerned about some of that digging and stuff that might go on in the yard that's where i would say Pick a space, yes. like give them a corner, give them somewhere that they can right. you know, find to explore and do that. Or there's even like those containers, those raised bed gardens. You exactly. Can, yeah. yeah. 
sandboxes. Sand boxes. I know. <laughs> I think the same thing. Sandboxes. Yeah, I know. Ethan, when he was younger, we had one of the sand and water boxes. Uh-huh. You know, and just that. I mean, he's spent hours just playing in that. Crazy. But um, I think just finding those things to do outside and, you know, you may have to explore that a little bit yourself, but for your kids to find friends or to find other family members Mm -hmm. and just involve them in that and to be intentional about it before you know it, you're going to just enjoy doing the things together that you're going to be doing. Number one, it's great bonding time. It's great family time, but I think you're also going to see some great improvement in your kids, especially if they're transitioning from being really indoor kids to outside kids, you know, and if you're already outside and you are doing all of these things, then I still think just, you know, enjoy it and embrace it and bring other people along with you because mm-hmm. it's really, I think it makes a huge difference in the health and wellness of our kids. It sure does. Um, to be able to be outside and to do these things. So we will have a place on Pinterest, uh, FPA's board, where we'll have some of these um, ideas for outside play mm-hmm. and maybe some fun activities that you can do to get yourself outside with your kids. If you're new to FPEA and who we are, um, just take a time to go to our website, www.fpa.com. And you can find out about all of the legal important stuff that you need to know about homeschooling in Florida. But also if you follow us there for resources and follow us on Pinterest, <clears throat> Facebook and Instagram, we always have great resources for people who are homeschooling um, their kids, mm-hmm. not just in the state of Florida, but anywhere. Um, some great ideas. And we hope that we can continue to encourage mm-hmm. and keep you connected to all of these wonderful um, ideas that we've come across and that we like to share with you. Thanks again for joining us today. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.